Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question what's up with co- wait did mater die wait i'm lucas southworth and yes i do believe mater died i'm john bishop folks you know i hate messing with the intro i get on john every time he does it but it's worth it this week i'd say maybe it's worth it maybe it's mabling Maybe it is. Yeah, this is the one where Mater dies, and we're gonna get into that a lot. But yeah, we're we're doing we're doing it again. <laughs> Episode three, Salt Fever. So if right off the bat, I want to address that the I, I expect the energy to be a little weird today, John. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Because, Especially because, uh, sure, we're talking about Mater's death. Sure, but also I am holding a child right now, and he's trying to chew on my microphone as I speak into it. Yeah, that'll do it. I was mostly referring to the fact that this is probably the closest we've ever recorded to uh, episodes of the Kachat back-to-back, if I'd have to guess. Does that sound accurate to you? I feel like we've done it before, but I couldn't say when, so it, maybe. Good, yeah. good chance. Uh, because I am pulling a bit of a magic trick. Uh, John... When you're listening to this, I am uh, in Cincinnati, but folks, when you listen to this, I will be on the high seas taking a Disney cruise. And uh, Lucas, while you're listening to this, I am fighting a child who is just getting more and more excited about pulling on this microphone. And audience, while you're listening to this, uh, I very much doubt that's the case. Yeah. Also, yeah. the volume knob he has just discovered, so I am... Man, this is a trip to listen to. Yeah, I'm either probably pretty loud or pretty quiet to you, John, and I apologize for that. Uh, hopefully you can hear me, period. Uh, uh, yeah, Rory is very good at knobs, so I'm sure. hearing you at both volumes at rapid fire. Well, that's kind of fun. Uh, but yes, <laughs> we are. we just recorded the last episode yesterday. Uh, but we are recording this one and then probably the next episode after this one uh, in a few days because I'm going on vacation, folks. And I don't want to spoil things for next week, but we're also stopping by Disney Parks so I can see if I can't re-up my uh, certification at Lightning McQueen Racing Academy mm-hmm. while I'm there. I don't... Listen, I'll be surprised if any of the cars are on the cruise. <laughs> I would be shocked if they were, but at the same time, that would be amazing. Yeah, it feels totally, I'll say dissonant to have the cars on the boat. For Now, what about this? What if 
the boat is a car boat. Now that I would love. Uh, and I would book tickets immediately if mm-hmm. they if the next Disney cruise line they painted giant, giant eyes on it. Yep. And a big, big mouth. Uh, so if you want more of my money, Disney Corporation, I've given it to you there. But just wanted to say that up front. Uh, we probably also don't have a ton of reader mail uh, because, again, we recorded the last episode yesterday. But, yeah, Mater dies, so we should talk about the episode in which Mater dies. And there's other important stuff to talk about besides Mater dying in this episode. Mm-hmm. We could also talk about what that sounds like, which is Mater D. Oh, okay. The the phrase Mater die is mm-hmm. like someone mispronouncing Mater D. Okay. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Mater. Yeah. Mater would, he would do that. And he would get sort of freaked out about it because he's like, Mater dies? But I'm Mater. It'd be, it'd be a, a barrel of laughs. But yeah, we're going to spend a lot of this episode talking about the Grim Reaper who appears, so we should do some other stuff first, I imagine, similar to how we we held off on last week's episode, talking about the, you know, demon creature. We should hold off talking about the demon creature again, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say that you did say that there's a chance that we're going to get to a point where we talk about the thing immediately. Yeah. So maybe... We don't do that. Yes, but we're only three episodes in, John. Yeah. We gotta get, uh, we gotta save that for later. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I imagine in the last episode of this, we will start talking about the wedding pretty quickly. And that would uh, make sense. Mater's sister pretty quickly. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. But yeah, this one entitled Salt Fever, somehow, somehow, I would like to discuss how. Uh, Mater and Lightning just end up in the salt flats mm-hmm. uh, where there are top speed races going on. So as Lightning describes, it's it's not necessarily races against other people. It's a race against yourself to mm-hmm. go as fast as possible. And there are a bunch of cars uh, modified in different ways to race really, really fast, and Mater gets modified, and he does it, and he dies. And the Grim Reaper is there, and Mater tricks the Grim Reaper, uh, known as the Speed Demon, and gets back into himself. And they're like, oh, what a barrel of laughs we've had today. We've certainly learned quite a bit. Yep. That is very good fast synopsis of this episode. Which is Quicker than quick. Is because this is the one about going fast. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So let's get down into the nitty gritty. Let's talk about the important fact that spawns this entire thing. Lightning's still kind of a dick. Yeah, for sure, all the time. (laughs) All right. So you know how there's a a stereotype of guys love to horseplay and like punch each other for fun? Uh Uh-huh. Lightning's one of those guys. Because the whole thing behind that is guys like to horseplay because they like to be aggressive and they like to like show off. And that's what Mater has to deal with. Lightning just decides, Hey, you know, that thing I am a world renowned athlete for let's do that right now. I'm going to race you just typical vehicle and I'm going to win. Obviously giving you an inferiority complex 
and then driving you to do dangerous things just to feel a, a glimpse of what it's like to be me. Yeah, it's like if you were buddies with like Usain Bolt <laughs> and Usain Bolt was just like, hey, I'll race you to the corner. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, I really don't want to do that <laughs> for yeah. some fairly obvious reasons. And then you want to, because it's not the first time, obviously. Yeah. And then you get to a point where it's just, okay, I'll just cheat to see what that'll, and it doesn't do anything. Because Mater cheats, and it's a straightaway run, and then Lightning just destroys him, because of course he does. Yeah, it's it was obvious, and that really feeds into Mater's decisions for the rest of the episode. Mater's- and if you don't believe us, he quotes Lightning several times while making dangerous choices. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I do want to talk about... so. As with all the episodes, because they're very short, they get into the action very quick by showing uh, them driving on a road that quickly deteriorates into desert. Like, I just kind of want to talk about why they were on that road to begin with, why there is a road that just slowly ceases to exist, uh, how they got there, etc. I don't know if it's Texas or what, but I've seen like a road trip. It was probably in the video with uh, Eddie Burbeck. And he's where they go to every red rainforest cafe in America. I'm familiar. Yeah. Uh, And there's just a point in which they show the road they're driving on and they're like going through this really flat land. And it's just, the road is just becoming a part of the desert. Like the road is disappearing a bit because it's being consumed by sand. Yeah, so like, clearly these people need a way, the the top speed racers need a way to get out to the salt flats. That's Mm -hmm. what the road is for. But But also, it just kind of disappears. Yeah, the road ceases. (laughs) So, it's not like it goes through it. So why were Lightning and Mater on that road to begin with? And I kind of want to get into... And again, I know the Grim Reaper was in this one. We'll get to it. Uh, but I kind of want to just get into like how they're navigating, period. Do they have little GPSs? Like, does Lightning still have Hamilton from Cars 3 in there? Or, like, or does he have Hamilton to listen to while on this road trip? Another incredible question, John. <laughs> because like, it gives me the vibe that they're just either like plotting it out, like doing a pre- planning like a planning their their route each day in the morning kind of vibe or they're just kind of winging it Mm -hmm. which i guess but like i don't know man seems like it's not going well since you ended up in the desert and they literally say hey what happened to the road yeah after not driving on it for i don't know 10 15 seconds uh and the answer is of course where we're going, you don't need no road. Which is true, I guess. Where they end up, they don't need no road. Mm-hmm. And where they end up is the Valley of Death. Yeah, I don't know if it's explicitly Death Valley, but it feels like Death Valley if it's not explicitly Death Valley. And like, what better place for them to end up in the episode in which 
Mater does die. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I want it to be Death Valley for thematic reasons. Mm -hmm. It would be upsetting otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, and they almost die, both of them, immediately. Yeah, they were almost uh, smashed to smithereens by another vehicle that bisected them that in a way that required them both to actually jump out of the way to react to a car that based on Mater's speed Mater broke records they said so he wasn't going as fast as that probably but was probably going upwards of like 500 miles an hour now here's the thing uh depending on the vehicle is what the record is yeah so he had broken the record for a truck that's fair or at least his class of truck. Uh, that very well could have been like a dart situation where, oh yeah, those are one of the fastest vehicles ever. It was going well over a thousand miles per hour. It's going like Mater uh, breaks the sound barrier at one point. He was probably, that car was potentially going faster than the speed of sound and Lightning and Mater are both able to go, oh, and just sort of get out of the way. <laughs> which if you're wondering if he was if he had broken the sound barrier and they were able to dodge out of the way that means they are able to matrix like uh dodge bullets <laughs> which i mean sure mater but lightning i don't know well the thing is faster than fast is one thing but they would truly need to be quicker than quick <laughs> true this all boils down to a major theme I have uh, for this event. Safety's pretty lax, I would say. Mm-hmm. It is definitely not one of their uh, top concerns or priorities on account of we see a dead body in this episode. We do. A, an eviscerated body that uh, Mater jumps on the situation to, okay, I'm going to replace that one. That that husk, I'm going to do what he just did. Yeah, we, we do see a car who has, who has met with the speed demon and was not able to talk their way out of it, Mater style. Not able to match wits quite as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just a smoldering pile of car. Like, I, I, I wasn't certain that it wasn't... Uh, a smoldering pile of like car innards Mm -hmm. uh, being its engine and stuff, not the squishy bit. I knew it wasn't squishy bit or if it was the whole car, either way, the joke was, yeah, someone just died doing this. It's someone just died and here's their remains. (laughs) And here they are, (laughs) which is not just look at it, which is not great. It's not. And like, we've had, cars die on screen before like it's nothing new i guess but like for them they usually die by like being thrown into the water in cars too or being blown up and then never seen again it or one person who was crushed to death i was gonna i did just remember that and i was going to compare it to that it was Mm -hmm. most comparable to that which we always talk about a wild tonal moment Yeah, uh, that that moment in the kids' movie in which they show a dead body that has been mutilated. Which, hey, they said, people love Cars 2 so much, let's do it again. Yep. Uh, Cars 2, famously the most well-loved of all of them. 
which is why we did a complete 180 and went back to the original tone of reverence. But yeah, there's certainly a dead car. But there are also lots of weird cars, John. Mm-hmm. And like, we're certainly going to talk probably more about the Speed Demon, but I feel like just the existence of these cars is our other big subject this episode, yeah? Yeah, there's a truck that runs on diesel. <laughs> Have you heard something like that? <laughs> Never. Never in my life. Have I ever heard of a diesel truck? Especially not one that my father owned that I didn't know was diesel. He put normal gas in it. Uh-oh, he ruined it. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That was rough. But, but in all seriousness, there are some weird... Are, there are some weird ones, John, who are like... You mean the one built... that specifically is mentioned as being like manufactured specifically for this? Yeah. The that, whole thing was he was a car designed for speed. Yeah. And he's in the same situation as, going to harp on this, just a diesel truck. Are you referring? Okay, I feel like I've lost. Are you referring to the fact that Lightning was not the one who did the top speed race? Or is there another car? No, there's a car specifically that they mentioned as, oh, this is a car built for this its whole thing is it's a custom model of oh this is this is a speed car and then it's like listing out all of the types of cars and it's like oh there's this one this one the one that's built for speed a diesel truck special construction is special construction that's the the category okay Mm -hmm. that's that car is dots jamming if you were wondering because Listen, I do keep checking Target every time we do a Target run for Cars on the Road uh, diecasts, and they Mm -hmm. always only have either just, you know, normal Lightning, normal Mater, but they're the Cars on the Road one, and they have Dots Jammin'. (laughs) So do you have Dots Jammin' is my question. I don't. He is He's probably weird enough to have, but like... I'm kind of holding out hope that they make the stupid long car, as I think I revealed yeah. uh, in our overview episode. So if I get one of the weird top speed ones, I want it to be weirder than Dots Jammin'. But I make it Dots Jammin' at some point because it's fun to say Dots Jammin'. And just think about the implication of that. There are cars famous for being fast cars. And then there's Dots Jammin', a special construction vehicle designed to be fast and he is just for sure faster than the fastest of fast and the quickest of quick lightning mcqueen yeah and he's just out there in the wilderness trying to go so fast that he's probably gonna die yeah i think the big conversation point for me with these guys is they modify mater Great. They just put a bunch of stuff on top of Mater to make him one of these guys. Mm-hmm. But like the rest of them, or at least several of them, the special construction ones for sure, the stupid long car who I love dearly. The uh, brilliant long car that you love yes. deeply. Some of the, even like the jet cars, like those aren't modifications. Those are their being. Like, they are not something slapped onto another car. They are just how that car exists in its life. Mm-hmm. 
and so, like brilliant long car. Could you imagine being brilliant long car and just trying to go through a drive through? I don't think they could. Yeah, probably not. Whole thing is you got to be pushed anywhere. Yeah, I don't. It's like the idea of I, I heard someone say something and it was probably in a YouTube video. Was like, who wouldn't want to be like, who wouldn't want to have the strength to punch a hole in reality just at the the tip of your arm or something like that? It's like, oh, me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because <laughs> yeah. then I'd have to constantly be trying not to do that. Yeah, there's an absolutely incredible, one of my favorite Superman moments ever uh, in the finale of Justice League Unlimited, uh, where he does a big monologue where he talks about talking about how he lives in a world made of cardboard and he always has to hold back, uh, but he doesn't have to against Darkseid, uh, which is like a really, really great character moment. But mm-hmm. yes, that's that's the angst of living like that. Yeah, it's wait a minute. You're stronger than you've been for like, why are you punching so light before? Oh, it's because I have to, you know, everything I do, I have to try and do as lightly as possible, because if I don't, the world will shatter beneath me. Yeah. So like even the ones who aren't made to look very silly, who have this incredible speed and power, like, they're not out at the salt flats all the time, I have to guess. I mean, I... part of me thinks that they might be. Because, like, it's the whole, have you ever thought about what it would be like to live as the Flash? And it would be an existential nightmare. Because everything is basically standing still forever. Yeah. The Flash can turn it on and off, but the point still stands. The Quicksilver has to exist that way. And there's a, Uh, what's it? There's a scene in Bleach in which someone specifically, like the psychotic mad scientist, he kills someone with a poison. And the poison, when it takes hold, it makes you incapable of moving and also increases your reaction time to like bullet speed Mm. so everything is moving extremely slowly so that you experience death extremely slowly as he slowly slides his blade into you that's not good and it's just an absolute nightmare imagining living in a world where nothing can ever keep up with you yeah like even if these folks don't have crazy reaction time which they probably do like just the the constant like if they are not in self-imposed exile in the salt flats at all times which they very well might be like just driving around like like 70 80 miles an hour on the highway must feel like a crawl to them mhm or at least like that is the minimum they need to like have a comfortable walk yeah, yeah. So, uh, and like one thing I've been looking at uh, motorcycles, thinking about what I want out of a motorcycle, and a lot of things are, oh, well, it can get up to this speed or whatnot. But like, if you want a bike, like one of the book bikes I've been looking at, it's like a one twenty five motor, one twenty five cc, and a lot of the things are, if you want to go fast, 
you have to be willing to get too fast slowly. Or you could have a lot of kick, which is you can speed up really, really easily, but you don't end up with a top speed that's very high because it's just gear ratios. And I just keep thinking, I don't want that much kick. I would rather have like a top speed of it took me a few more seconds to get to it, but I can go on new circle and be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And like for a vehicle all about speed, I don't know if what we're looking at are vehicles that have a lot of kick or just a really high speed or both. And if it's both, that is the absolute worst of both worlds for a car that wants to live a normal life. Yeah. The amount of like minute control, like the difference between like my car that goes, let's say zero to 100, uh, maybe of like how much I push on the gas to go from, you know, uh, to increase 10 miles per hour, you know, that is 10% of my car's range. Mm-hmm. But these cars that can go maybe thousand, like a thousand miles per hour, that would be 1% of their entire like range. So like mm-hmm. the minute changes, if they live an everyday life outside of the salt flats would be just crazy amounts of control necessary and like all like constant vigilance about it too. Mm-hmm. There are so many things you have to do with just things you don't think are a lot of precise movements, but if you're not careful, you can mess certain things up. Yeah. So did we ever land on like, did these cars start their existence like this? Like they were quote unquote born and they were long cars or cars with jets on them or whatever. See, I think it's important that we talk about the permanence of all of this. Yeah. Uh, because a custom, a custom build, obviously, yes, that that's their body is. That's the whole thing is that they're made for this. They are built for speed. Yeah. Cause like, I couldn't decide if it was worse. If I don't know about worse, I couldn't decide which I was the weirder theory in my head is if these beings just came into life and were like this, or if someone like Maru from planes made them better than new quote unquote. Uh, and they were like weird Franken beings. Cause well, like, here's one interesting thing about the whole Maru comparison. When he makes someone better than new, it's, it doesn't change them. <laughs> It just actually makes them better, which is nonsense because that's not how his Frankensteinian uh, machinations would work. If he were to actually have like increased his speed, he would have to have physically changed him. But from what I can tell, he just like welded his engine back together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think most of them just were born the way they were, which good for them. I hope I don't know. We have very little knowledge of how cars genetics and being born and manufactured work but i hope they had a supportive family Mm -hmm. uh supportive upbringing and they were able to find this outlet relatively easily and quick is what i would say Mm -hmm. i feel like it would be very hard for them not to find it quickly yeah they probably do everything pretty quickly Mm -hmm. it's it reminds me of the whole like if you look at the science behind michael phelps's body yeah 
he was designed for swimming. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. if he wasn't actually designed, he has a body that is all of the things that you want out of a swimmer. Yeah, his lung capacity is crazy. His wingspan is wild. I think his lactic acid has something different about it that makes him get tired less. Like it's yeah, lactic acid buildup is strange because there's a man we've probably talked about him before. I think so. His whole thing is his lactic acid doesn't build up, which means he can essentially not run forever, but it run forever when compared to the next guy. Yeah, wild. But let's talk about Mater's makeover. Mateover. Sure. Mater's Mateover. The thing that I wanted to talk about earlier was the permanence of everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why is it that they clearly had welding equipment and they didn't use it? Yeah, I was going to talk about the shoddy workmanship mm-hmm. on Mater because, like, all those bolts and pins just came flying out. And yeah. Why would they have that uh, blowtorch just to threaten the race car? Yeah, because, like, the big thing that tells me how shoddy the workmanship is is when Mater goes way, way too fast and he falls apart, none of original Mater flies off. Yeah. All of original Mater is cool, but all of the stuff they added to him is like, ah, this is bad. We can't be here anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing you, audience. Yes, I I get it. God King Mater. He's yeah. too powerful to actually fall apart. Sure. And he's so powerful even that you can't even like weld onto him. But like if we're talking just he is a truck, yeah. He is not built for that. And they specifically tried to build him for that. And the thing that fell apart wasn't the body not built to handle these speeds. It was the body parts that were designed for these speeds. Yeah. And, like, they did some things to make Mater more aerodynamic, but not, like, a lot of things, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, if you look at him, that's still a shape not built for speed, and I understand they wanted to keep Mater, A, recognizable to the audience, uh, and B, in-universe, like, it was a quick job and everything, but, like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it was good either from a design standpoint or from a work actually done standpoint. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, everything's all about speed, but if you want speed, you gotta, you gotta put in some work. You can't just slap some stuff together and make it go fast. If, and like, yeah, obviously they don't care about the survivability, Clearly, but like, if your whole thing is you want to go fast and faster and faster, then why wouldn't you, you know, do a good job? Yep. Seems like a pretty simple charge to me. Okay. I have one tiny other note, and then I think we should dive into the speed demon. Mm-hmm. It's the tiniest thing in the world. Uh, but there is a shot while Major's going very, very fast uh, where he passes one of like the speed detectors and it cuts to a car up in a tower who says 400 miles an hour or whatever she says. And it doesn't matter, but they didn't build any explanation for how that car would get up and down from the tower. It's just, it's built barely bigger than the car. There's no ramp up to it. 
it's just a tower and there's a car up there. So unless that car just lives up there, which maybe they do. What's now, up? Lucas, we do have a reasonable answer for this. Yeah. It is unfortunate, but there's a very strong chance that there was a platform built for them to get up there and it just fell apart. Like a lot of these other builds seem to. Yeah. My other explanation was they just built it around her and mm-hmm. lifted her up and they'll deconstruct it when they're done for the day was my other thought. Yep. Or when they're done for the week, maybe even. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe they're never going to be done and then that car will die and just be replaced. She knew what she signed up for. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to mention that because it was it was my, my uh, headboards of this episode. It <laughs> bothered me more than it should. Okay. But yeah, now now it's time to talk about Mater dying, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mater goes so fast that he dies. And what do I mean? How could I possibly mean what I just said? He just goes so fast that he dies? Well, uh, acceleration can do a lot to the, to the human body or to the biological body of any sort. Uh, what do... What evidence do I have that he died from acceleration uh well he doesn't crash before he meets the speed demon he is exactly. mid-air he dies without hitting anything and a lot of people like saying this sort of thing it's not the speed that kills you it's the sudden stop that kills you except that's not what happened with mater he just went so fast that his body tore itself apart and I think internally it also tore itself apart. Yeah, like I think, I think an interpretation, and probably the interpretation they were going for, is he Mater, was going to crash. Yeah, Mater met the speed demon in the moment before his death. Uh, but I mean, why would you meet the Grim Reaper right before you died? Mm-hmm. A lot of people like purport seeing the Grim Reaper or something like the light at the end of the tunnel before they die. And then they can pull back and maybe that's what they're going for. But the problem is the speed demon is talking about how they can't let one slip through, meaning that you can't go back all this stuff. Mater is dead. Mater isn't about to die. Mater is dead. And if that's the case, then that means that, straight up the speed or even if you want to say the sudden uh deceleration is why uh or negative acceleration if you're my physics professor uh that's what killed him because he suddenly doesn't have the thing propelling him forward so all he's got is air resistance and just that at that point it's like if you fall from a great height water is no longer going to slow you down in a way that is conducive to survival yeah. At a certain point, you are so far up that when you hit the water, you're not hitting what you would think of as water. It's more like concrete. Yeah, yeah. We've all watched Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I I was going to say like that was my thought. Like he slows down so suddenly that like like how a concussion happens. You're going forward and you suddenly stop. You get hit in the head. You're brain keeps going forward and hits the inside of your skull 
Mm-hmm. That's uh, how concussion work. And like, when all of you is kind of brain squishy bit, that's probably not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all of your body is just attached to this uh, suit of armor that helps you move. And then all of a sudden, all of the connections are strained to their max. Now, there are certain things we can get into about this whole thing. But let's start with one thing. That is, if Mater's soul was detached and was talking to the speed demon. And that is the case, because we even got a quote before all of this saying that inside of the, the chassis is where the soul is. And it's the soul of the last person who was in the vehicle, yada yada. This is some weird actual things that were said. Uh, but you can't put a soul in a body that is ravaged and the person come back to life. That is a rule. Like, number one rule of necromancy is that you can't bring someone back to life by putting the soul in the body if the body can't sustain life anymore. Yeah. So something is not right with this situation. Say what you will about what we've already discussed. It must have been a premature visit from the Grim Reaper. Which because I, his I, body sustains him afterwards. Yeah, which I would argue Mater still died from the very act of the Grim Reaper, like taking his soul out of his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the grim, uh, the speed demon. We should call call them by their name, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not very grim. Yeah, they're not. They're just they're kind of pleasant. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the fact that the speed demon came and made her soul was out of his body, like that, that'll probably kill you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that is a way to define death: yeah. is your soul leaving your body. The, the thing about all that is, sure, it, it could be premature or maybe all this, that, and the other. What if Mater actually went faster than fast? Mm. What if he didn't die? What if he went so fast that he actually was ascending? Okay, sort of like a natural law of the universe kind of thing, mm-hmm. like... He broke the sound barrier and then the something else barrier. He became the speed force. Yes. This is his Barry Allen moment. Run, Mater, run, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I could dig that. I, I like the idea that just going a certain speed, like man was not meant to do this or car was not meant to do this. And it's just sort of a supernatural law of the universe mm-hmm. that gets you an automatic visit from the speed demon. All right, you've done it. I died? No, you just went too fast. Which, yeah, you did kind of die. Like, uh, it's, it's similar. <laughs> it's the same thing, but with extra steps and also, I guess, better? I guess. You want to talk about the speed demon themselves? Okay, so I don't know why I want to talk about this, but when you try to describe someone who is of an advanced age, 
-hmm. you sometimes will call them an old person. And that seems rude, so you don't want to call them that. And then you want to say they're an older person, as if somehow that's not worse. Yeah. Because, like, you say an older person when you're trying to be polite about calling someone old. And it's just bizarre to me that that's a... That's even like a thing that people feel like doing because that seems like it's old, older, oldest. That's the way that progression works. You're calling them older than old, just like faster than fast. And like I was trying to describe the speed demons uh, characterization and they seem to be an older person. Yeah. I don't want to say they're an old person because that seems rude, but saying older seems worse. Yeah, I think it has something to do with like old like an old person defines them by that and an older like you're not saying they're older than old, you're saying they're older than average is mm-hmm. kind of the implication there, but I, I get the the semantic argument you're making. Yeah, like I guess the problem is that old becomes uh a noun. Yeah. So you are describing them as being an old. Yes. Rather than describing them as being a person who happens to be old. Yeah, I think it. I think the idea is it sort of reduces in a way. Mm-hmm. Not, not. I don't even know if I necessarily agree with that, but I think that's the colloquial, the the sort of cultural uh, viewpoint on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is this. The the speed demon just seems to be like a nice older lady, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, who just casually. Yep. Well, you're dead. Except she doesn't even want to say that because that's scary. So she's like, haha, yeah, I don't really look like a demon, but that's what they call me. And I guess if that's what they're going to call me, I'm going to tell you that's the thing that you might find familiar. Yeah, she's very much, she's gentle with Mater, I would say. She, mm-hmm. she says like, uh, no, it's, it's, come on, it doesn't work that way. Like, uh, she does say, uh, in a line I enjoy, like, what are you doing out here, Mater? <laughs> Mater, you can't be going faster than fast. You're not built for that. And in a line exchange, I like even more, which I'll say, I'll, I'll mark as my highlight of the episode, uh, is her exchange of, well, I never thought you'd go out like this. And Mater saying what I was exactly thinking, which was, no, this seems about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it rings back to that a little bit near the end when it's like, yeah, this should be mostly avoided. And I'm just thinking, you you learned your lesson, I guess. Uh, and your lesson was once or twice is fine. <laughs> Which I mean, clearly it was. Yeah. And the whole thing, the whole exchange is that's not how this works. And clearly it is how it works. <laughs> yeah, because... He matched wits with uh, death, and death lost. Yeah, but it is... There is something comforting, knowing <laughs> that in the Cars verse, death is kind and gentle, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there, that's a, ni- is a nice representation of the concept of death. Yep. And I didn't... I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to say it, John. I didn't expect there to be a conceptualized version of death in the Cars on the Road series, but I am happy with the version they gave us. Yeah, the one we got, uh, it's it's not the one we asked for, but 
we can be happy with it. Yeah. Those wings, I think I commented on this at some other point. They just don't seem like they would do anything. They're yeah. based on their placement. There, There's a lot to be said, but like a larger thing needs larger wings. Those wings are not large enough. And if their wings aren't large enough, you need to be able to flap a lot. And they certainly don't. They flap, but they don't flap nearly as much as they would need to, especially seeing as how they seem to also be made of metal. Yeah, and like even if they are uh, producing enough lift, based on the placement of the wings, I don't think that car should be hanging like that. I think they should be pretty much facing close to the ground. Mm -hmm. Facing downward completely. (laughs) Yeah, and... Obviously, that's not the point. It's a supernatural being. It has wings because it makes it look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we can say that without making it sound like, oh, uh, we're just saying it's a kid's movie. And we're, no, the 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 supernatural being can decide it wants to have wings because that would be cool if it wants. Mm-hmm. If I were a supernatural being, I would probably have wings at least some of the time. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if I'm reading into this, because I guess I'm... More evidence of uh, Mater's power coming from death? Well, one, yes, but... Which leads me to believe Mater is dead, because Mater's first instinct is, I can fool death, so clearly Mater's done this before. Yeah, it gives a lot of credence also to Mater as a trickster god, which we Mm -hmm. often get into. If he's not a god king, then he's a Loki-like figure. And I think that this Mater immediately... Like, it it is a classic thing that you can challenge the Grim Reaper to a game. Mm -hmm. And if you win, you get to stay. And nobody ever wins, is the twist. Mm -hmm. The Grim Reaper's incredible at everything. Uh, But, like, the fact that Mater had knowledge of that and then tricked death... (laughs) Like... Yeah, that's some trickster god stuff. But what... And I do want to get into Mater drawing power from death. And uh, But I want to talk about whether you think this was the Grim Reaper or a Grim Reaper. I think that this is a Grim Reaper. Based on a few pieces of anecdotal evidence. Uh, one of which is that the local lore... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up, too. And also, the Speed Demon. I think that this is a Grim Reaper either associated with this area or with dying due to speed, which it could even be both. Mm -hmm. It's a death related to going too fast or stopping too quickly. Yeah, yeah. Which I think... I, lo- I think that evidence is pretty strong that mm-hmm. this is a specific figure. But then that makes the exchange where the speed demon is immediately familiar with Mater ring a little odd to me. Uh, well, once Mater went so fast, uh, that turned him into a being of speed, sure. which is why the Grim Reaper of speed is able to immediately know his entire life. Yeah, because you are now in the realm of the speed demon. Yeah, which like we could 
also just explain away be like eh, all of them are omnipotent they're you know mm-hmm. why wouldn't they be uh but i that there was something about uh if it wasn't just an omnipotence if we want to do some god king mater stuff the speed the speed demon being immediately familiar with mater i think rings well for that is what i was getting to especially seeing as how i didn't think this is how you would go out yeah 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 meaning i've thought about this before i assumed you would die because of a different uh somewhat deific figure just getting fed up with you (laughs) and your shenanigans like i don't know thor being mad that you gave out lightning powers to lightning (laughs) yeah that would be an appropriate way for major to die Mm mm-hmm (laughs) but i had something i had it so and i also so i need you to have something instead all right but the familiarity with the situation that mater has is uncomfortable the familiarity specifically with the speed demon not through knowledge because obviously mater doesn't know this person or doesn't isn't aware of knowing this person (laughs) good way Uh, to put it but the reverse of this being being familiar enough to have this sort of conversation and sure death is going to know who it's supposed to be going to it's like you study up on the person you're collecting right before you collect them sure but the familiarity there and then the willingness to let this one go really speaks to okay we know each other we're friends enough that i'm gonna let this one slide or it's like uh and just to show an uh, unfortunate amount of white privilege, if you know the cop and you're friends with them, then you get pulled over and they're like, okay, just slow down. Is a nice thing that sometimes happens in smaller communities. Or on another reading of it could be uh, that uh, the speed demon knew of Mater and knew how powerful Mater was and was like, listen, I'm not going to fight this too hard. I don't want you to be doing some weird stuff. Uh, to continue your, me- your metaphor, instead of the cop pulling over a friend, the cop pulling over like the police chief <laughs> or the mayor, the mayor. or something. Yeah. Or maybe just another cop. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they're on more equal ground. Yeah, there's... Man, that that's what messes me up so bad is... Man, probably shouldn't just talk about uh, that sort of thing a lot because there's no good way to talk about it but the brotherhood aspect of policing really frustrates me it's like oh you can't rat on another cop who's done something bad because we're brothers no it's because we're brothers that i have to because no one else has any amount of power to do this Mm -hmm. so it's our responsibility to rat on each other yeah yeah which is, of course, my argument for why Mater needs to have been killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my argument at the end of every movie we watch, every episode. Uh, the, the disappointment we feel every time Mater doesn't pay for his actions. <laughs> Someone's got to stop this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He laughs at the face of death. I think maybe literally at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh but do it, John, we've been dancing around it. His body opens up and then he just goes inside of himself. 
Yeah, they opened a car door, which if you were to ask me before this came out, like for a list of things that they will never do in the cars first, I think opening a car door would have been on my list. See, I want to say that, but I feel like this is a situation where it could easily have gone either way. I'm it, admittedly, this is a weird situation I wouldn't have predicted, but what I would have predicted is that of course they will open a car door at some point and it's just going to be so they can like press a button or something. It's just <laughs> going to be the most casual usage of something that they should never do. And it's going to be basically, Oh, we did it because it would be convenient and I guess mildly amusing sure. and never think of the repercussions. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, and like, instead, they chose to think about the repercussions and decide, yeah, we're going to make a hard stance on that's where the soul be at. Yeah, like they made, <laughs> they made, they found the one situation where I was like, no, in this situation, I think they would open the door. Mm-hmm. And even worse, we've been told this before, that that's where the brain is or that's where the mind or the soul is they've made statements like that before yeah so we should have seen it coming yeah should have seen mater's death coming is what i'm saying (laughs) and yeah for all our begging for it we never saw it coming Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's on us but yeah you're talking about the little behind the scenes things mcqueen doesn't have hands where i Mm -hmm. think one of the people say well, we can't have him open the door because his brain's in there, and they just drop it so casually. They just yeah. drop it so casually. It's it's those two, and of course the it's the last person who was in the car. Yeah, which that one was way early, and one guy said that, but like, mm-hmm. still, we're latching onto it. <laughs> they can't they can't say it and work at Pixar is the thing. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah. Mater died, and then he didn't die, and immediately after, it's so frustrating, because what happens is, Mater dies, he sees and meets and speaks with Death, he tricks Death, then he gets back into his body, and then, what's the first conversation he has? Oh, you were worried about me. You shouldn't have been worried about me. Obviously, I'm fine. No, Mater, you died. Mater, you broke the sound barrier and then began to crash at that speed. (laughs) Like, even if Lightning has no idea about the rest of it, like, yeah, man, (laughs) it was worrying. Mm -hmm. On account of, you did die. Whether or not anyone else knows it, you know it. You know that you died. And the fact that Mater isn't a changed man by this is maybe the strongest evidence for God King Mater we've had. Yeah, and it's so frustrating the way they point out that he hasn't changed because the whole thing is, oh yeah, that last statement he makes, it should be mostly avoided, meaning that he doesn't even think it was a bad decision. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's wild that they had Mater die in this one. Mm-hmm. You remember when Mater died in this one? Yeah, it was in this one. It was in this one, wasn't this it? This one was the one in which he died. Oh, God. I have one more note. I actually have two more notes that are kind of uh, <laughs> going down from what we were talking about, but that's mm-hmm. fine. 
One is seances confirmed work uh, in this universe because death itself, when Mater's like, I would like to say goodbye to lightning, is like, mm-hmm. oh, what about a seance? So, and we and did one know- of the most grim things that is said the entire time is, who's going to tell lightning? He'll figure it out. Yeah, when your body is mangled beyond repair. He'll find your dead body and he'll figure out that you're dead. Yeah, that one felt like an understatement to me. I was like, yeah, he'll he'll figure it out real quick. I gotta imagine. When he watches everything explode. But yeah, I, it's not that big of a thing that seances confirmed work when last episode was the ghost episode. Mm-hmm. But a fun little bit of lore with the cars first. And the last thing I want to talk about, and of course it makes, we're saving the biggest thing to end on. Mm-hmm. Holding up tires makes no sense. How many tires am I holding up? How? No. <laughs> like, how well, would you do? Here's the problem. She was going to answer either four or six, because if you're holding up your tires, you're holding up all of your tires. You can even like angle one up, and I'm guessing it just all of them still count as being held up. That's that's what I want to get into. I want to break this down, John. How many of my tires are flat? Like, you can hold up one. They do that, kind of, because they, like... Uh, it was like when uh, Mater, like, bumped tires with lightning at the beginning. Like, you can do that, but, like, any more than one at a time, like, one quadrant at a time, a car couldn't do that. <laughs> well... Papa Wheelie. Sure, I guess, but then that gives your person a hint, seeing as you're running and, like, moving around. But even then, the answer is two quadrants are up. Like, you can't... It's it's one or two. You can basically hear the answer for one of those answers. So, yeah, it's, it's an all-or-nothing situation, I guess. And, yeah... He was just doing a whole thing where it doesn't matter what the answer is. I'm just sneaking away and cackling. Yeah, but he shouldn't have the concept of it, is what I'm saying. Like, no one should have ever thought to do that because they would think to do it and then go, no, they'd figure it out. It would be uh, one or two. Maybe if I, like, rock backwards, I Mm -hmm. could do two, but I don't even know about that. And this does really poke a hole in our familiarity with Mater's uh, statements because uh, the speed demon does have to question, wait, you have four tires, right? Or do you have six? And Lucas, what's the answer? Don't look it up. He has six, but I went through the exact same thing because I went four and then I went, wait, does he have six? Oh my God, he does, doesn't he? (laughs) He Wait, does. does he though? Am I making that up? He does. Yeah, which, hey, we shouldn't have to learn that, but we did. Mm -hmm. And we did that for you. And that's in episode 130. I don't know what number this one is. I'm going to say five, 135. Sounds right to me. I think 33 was two episodes ago. Hell yeah. I'm great at this, actually. Never mind. Well, I guess the only thing left to do is rank it like we've been doing. We do just as a refresher. We do a ranking based on how much lore it imparts uh, into the larger Chorus verse, and then 
a ranking for just how much we liked it. Sort of divorced from our roles as Cars casters, if you will. Uh, so I guess I'll start. This one's pretty easy, John. Uh, lore-wise, I'd say. Because Mater died and his soul left his body and he talked to the Grim Reaper for a while. So this one I feel like is an easy 10, lore-wise. Yes. Yeah. And like, the, there was even other stuff that was kind of crazy in it. Mm-hmm. Like, if Mater hadn't died, it would have still been like a 4. Just based I on... I would say maybe more than a 4, just because there's the real long one. The real long one, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, the real long one bumps it up to at least a six without Mater Death. Mm-hmm. But Mater Death puts it to an easy 10. I think mm-hmm. we can both agree on that. Yeah. Uh, how much How much would you give it just on how much you liked it? I'm probably going to say it's my favorite, but that's probably colored by the fact that I do a podcast about cars and it was fun to watch Mater die. Yeah, yeah. This one, I was going to bring up a similar thing. I can't really divorce the fact that I do a Cars podcast from this one. And mm-hmm. even if I didn't, I would be losing my mind about Mater dying anyway. Like, yeah. So I'm not going to give it a perfect 10 because like none of them are like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just being honest, but I'll give it like an eight. Sure. Yeah, probably a seven. Sure. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I was made or died in this one. That's pretty the thing, great. The thing you gotta remember about this one, John, is Mater did die in it. I think I made that same joke when we were recording this episode the first mm-hmm. time. Yes. Wait, what? What do you mean the first time? Too late. Future Lucas, edit it out. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, that that's it for this week, folks. The one in which Mater died. He died in this one is the mm-hmm. important. If we can impress one thing about this episode is Mater died in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's it. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it so much. Like I said, we're going to be uh, recording episode four, uh, The Legend, uh, before this one comes out. So don't send us your thoughts about that. We've already recorded that episode. But if you want to send us your thoughts on episode five, which is, I think, the circus one. Does that sound right to you, John? That does sound right to me. No, it doesn't. What's the next episode? Next, I'm thinking it's the Bigfoot episode. Next episode is Bigfoot. Then after that is circus. Yeah. But don't send us Bigfoot thoughts. We we have already recorded that by the time you've listened to this. Send us circus and clown thoughts. That's what we need. Or specifically, if you want to go for like uh, clowns from outer space, that's good because these clowns have magical powers and are somehow for sure evil. Oh, for sure. Uh, But just to walk back the statement I just said, you could also just send us episode your thoughts on any of the episodes at any point. Mm-hmm. Like if you want, if you got a thought about the dinosaurs, like last episode we were, did a thought about the dinosaurs for Rob. Send us everything. Send us your breakfast order, but don't. And you cannot send us your breakfast order at our Twitter account, which is at the Kachat. You can either tweet at us or DM us. And while you're there, give us a follow. 
or you can email us. Uh, our email account is thekachat at gmail.com. There isn't a hyphen in either of those, believe it or not, but you should believe it because it's true. Now, John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. Time.